Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle, everybody. I'm Amy Esso, and we are spilling the tea, the real estate tea, this morning like we do every Friday. I'm so excited. Um, Real quick reminders, we are a podcast. You can find us on your favorite podcast provider, um, like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and YouTube, too. So go check us out. Um, But today, first of all, I just have to tell you, I'm at an event with Krista Mayshore and... (gasps) It's so awesome. You got to go follow Krista. If you don't follow Krista, you got to go follow Krista. If you haven't been to her events, you got to get to one of her events, even if it's on Zoom. You got to get to one. This is her first in-person live event. It's so amazing. But I'm here for all of you today. And even more important than that, I'm here with the amazing Kimberly Randall. <laughs> and today... Hey, Kim. Thanks for joining me. Today, we wanted to talk about... Um, well, Kim, I want you to talk about whatever you want to talk about, but the big thing for today is Kim has made an amazing, um, she's been on an amazing journey and I've been like so blessed to hang out with her along the way at different points in her journey, uh, from solo agent in her market and really starting in one market. And now she's in multiple markets to running an amazing team, the Kimberly Randall group. And so I, today we wanted to talk about how that journey has been for her and all of the things she's been able to accomplish and learn along the way. And we're all still learning. So I know she's learning too, because when we tell our story and we celebrate each other, we give hope to all of you that you can duplicate it, right? We can duplicate it. So we can replicate it. So in our own way, in our own lives. So Thank you, Kim, for joining us. So excited. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Hello, everybody. Would you just tell us a little bit about you, you know, you and your markets that you're in and all that good stuff? So I originally started in the Maryland market um, and I have since expanded into D.C. and Virginia, which aren't far. Um, if you guys are familiar with the area, it's known as the DMV. Um, so it's like the metropolitan area of Virginia, D.C. and Maryland. And then I also service southern Pennsylvania. Um, and I've been a realtor now for 12 years coming March 22nd. <laughs> All right. So take us all the way back. Why real estate? Well, ultimately, I always wanted to be in real estate. Um, I I can remember back as a kid driving through D.C. telling my parents we should buy those houses that were boarded up and make them pretty again and resell them. So I think that was something I've always wanted to do. Um, And then during college, I worked for a property management company in D.C., um, which kind of got my feet wet. And once I graduated college, um, that's when I kind of was like, you know what, instead of getting a master's degree, I think I'm going to do a real estate certificate. (laughs) Give back to my community. (laughs) That's so awesome. So you're an investor? 
Yes, I was investing um, before I started real estate. I got my mm-hmm. first property uh, with my husband, who wasn't my husband at the time, but he's my husband now. Um, I was 23 years old when I bought my first property. Um, and we got our second property by the time I was 28. Um, and then, of course, we bought a primary residence within that time as well. So we have since sold those properties with the market being so wonderful these last two years. Of course. But yes. So, yep. And I um, also do property management locally as well. That's really incredible because to think that you started your real estate investing journey at 23 and 28, you know, that's just, that's, that's amazing. So, and held on to those properties and now profited wildly. (laughs) I'm sure. Awesome. Okay. So tell us a little bit about your growth over the last few years in real estate. So I have since tripled my own personal business. Um, My team started, what year are we in? 2022. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is actually coming up on year three of the team. Um, at the end of this year, it'll be year three. So we're just, we just um, hit two years. It started out as me and my husband. Um, and then we have since later added three additional agents, which I'm super excited about. One just came one in January and she's in the Virginia market, which is great because I had told the team, it's almost like it manifested overnight. I had told them in fourth quarter, I'm going to start focusing on Virginia and DC while they continue to hold that focus in Maryland. And um, someone saw me on another podcast similar to this setup and she reached out and we had a great meeting and she is now a team member. Did you always want to manage a real estate team? I don't think it was ever a thought for me before. Mm -hmm. I, it literally, I was reading, and this is probably going to sound funny, but I was reading a book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. (laughs) And I was, pregnant with my third child. And I just was like, how am I going to continue to grow? Cause I had, I met you in 2017 and I was elevating my business at that time. Um, and I was just like, how am I going to continue to grow and manage my household and the client base that I want? Um, and that's when it was like, I need to start a real estate team. And at first my husband was just like, oh yeah, go ahead and do it. He wasn't thinking about getting his license. And then as it got closer to me having the baby, that's when he said, well, you know what, since you haven't found any agents, I'm going to try my stab at the, you know, the classes and see if I can get my license. And he ended up getting his license. (laughs) That's awesome. So he's on the team. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's he's every not the team leader. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Okay, so what are what are some of the what are just some of the challenges and maybe even some of the lessons that you you're learn you've learned and you're learning along the way here? I think some of the challenges are um, one, which nobody's going to discuss, is you have to show up even when you don't want to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, every single day because people are counting on you. Um, and another challenge is just kind of getting those systems in place for other people because something that might work for you may not work for everyone else. So you kind of be okay with how other people move, which is why I do the disc, uh, the disc survey the disc before they join. Yeah, before they join. Um, but 
getting that set up and making sure it's the right systems. Because initially when I started, you know, I had systems for me, but as I've grown, I've noticed that those systems aren't going to sustain where we're going. So we actually just implemented a few new systems on this first quarter, which has been a little a little hectic because implementing new systems can be stressful. Um, but definitely by the end of this month, I think we'll be smooth sailing and back to selling more homes with more free time since we've implemented these new systems. I'm glad you're talking about that. Did you always have systems in your business? No, I did not. Um, I was one of those agents that flew by the seat of my pants and it kind of was like in my phone, maybe in my computer. Um, when I took when I got serious about growing my business is when I started to implement certain systems like the CRM, like um, the transaction coordinator, because that was my first add to my team before, even before my husband got his license, which when I added that, I doubled my business. So if you don't have a transaction coordinator, I highly recommend that you get one. Highly recommend. It's so much time wasted on processing. Your, I can't believe that I spent almost like seven years processing my own transactions. I can't tell you how much free time I've I've now have to prospect and gain new business. Yeah, I agree with you there. One of the things that I say to even brand new agents um, is you the, you need to never process a transaction. You should not know how to process a transaction. Not if your plan is to run a true business. Think about the CEO of your favorite brand. Just whatever your favorite brand, your favorite company is. Think about the CEO. If it's small business, the CEO of that small business in your town. They probably don't know how to do it, at an, in an intricate level, every job function in their co- in their company, they exactly. likely don't, you know. And if they do know how, they don't do it. <laughs> they they don't do it. And so I never want to know how to process a transaction. <laughs> Could I figure it out? Probably, yeah. But I don't want to know. So that that is, I agree with you when you say like that. That is your number one before you do anything. Add to your team. And that's your team. Like the year TC yes. is on your team. Yeah. So yeah. She's an intricate part of my team. <laughs> and, you know, let me ask you this too. Does she only work with your team? No, she has other clients. She's a third party vendor. So she, um, I will say the one thing I do like about her is that she is familiar with um, all of the laws because she was licensed in the state previously. So that has been truly helpful and just working through some things with different contract issues. Yeah, she can really be an asset to the team. So when you let's I want to go back because I don't want to skim over what you said. You doubled your business when you added a TC. Yes. As a major system for you, process for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. She I mean, you figure if you have five contracts, five contracts or five people under contract, that's a lot of paperwork shuffling back and forth between multiple title, lender, buyer, seller. You know, that's that's a lot (laughs) and a lot of time spent when you could be meeting new people. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to have to touch any of that business. Okay, so you added a TC, your business doubled. Then what'd you do? Then my husband came on. Um, and he started procuring his own business as well as kind of being a showing agent for me, which was super helpful. Um, he has since fallen back a little bit only because he does have a day job. So he's a little 
his day job is a little demanding, but, um, but yes, him helping with the showings um, and procuring additional business for the team was truly helpful as well. Um, Especially because I was the person, um, you know, the day I was delivering my third child, my water is breaking at the final (laughs) final (laughs) walkthrough. I would have been a really fun story. <laughs> we actually did finish the final walkthrough. Um, they thought I was crazy, but I'm like, we just have to be done. And I need you to take the key, even though you can't, and drop it off to the title company. <laughs> I have to go have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Okay. And so talk about um, adding your team members. So what have been some of those What's been the benefit of you having the team um, for you and for them, right? And then I think we could talk about some challenges too. Um, For me, real estate is really lonely. Um, So doing this as this is all I do, I don't go anywhere else. It has been super lonely without having people to talk to or like an organization that I'm now a part of, um, the Krista Mayshore organization. It's been sort of lonely. So adding the people to my team has made it less lonely. (laughs) Um, And like I mentioned earlier, they're also holding me accountable because even on days I don't want to show up, I know that I still have to show up for them. So Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for them, everyone on my team, with the exception of two people, my husband and um, Janelle, our newest agent, they are within their first year of selling real estate. So I've been able to kind of guide them um, as they start their business and be there for them in a way that I didn't have. Like I said, I was flying by the seat of my pants. I didn't have a coach. My first offer I wrote, I was asking the office manager for assistance at the brokerage um, for writing my offer. And she, she was as helpful as she could be, but now I'm able to be a resource to new agents and help them not only get their business going, but have the systems in place so that they can truly be successful. And if their goal is to ultimately leave their nine to five, they'll have the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very good. How do you communicate with them? How do you show up for them? Um, we do a daily huddle every day. It's typically 15 to 30 minutes. Um, that's Monday through Friday. And then every other Monday, we actually do a training or a mastermind together where we'll go over different topics. I actually have them at the beginning of the year, send me a list of topics that they want to discuss throughout the year. And then I'll plug that into the calendar. Um, And then they also now have accountability calls at 7 a.m. that they're a part of, which has really um, done a tremendous job in increasing their productivity if by going up, you know, going and showing to the world because there's agents from all over the world on the call um, with their intentions for the day and their wins for the day. Do you lead all those calls? The huddles? Yeah. Do you lead all of the calls you mentioned? I lead the huddles and the training is it kind of depends because sometimes I'll bring on guests to lead trainings. Um, And then I also do not um, lead the accountability call that is done through my organization. Okay, awesome. Very good. So your team is hearing from you, but they're hearing from other experts as well that 
basically can confirm or say what you're teaching them in a different way. Exactly. Yeah. How does that help? I think that helps a lot. I mean, we all, even they always, I went to school for marketing. So they always said as a marketer, you have to get your message out in three different ways for it to actually be well received by the consumer. Um, So with me saying it and then them hearing it from other you know, high level industry people, I feel like that reiteration kind of then sticks with them. And then they can go about their day, you know, how they see fit based on the information that's being provided to them, not only just on our huddles, but now on accountability calls on masterminds, they have access to all of this great information and a lot of accountability, not just from me, but from people within our organization as well. What is that like accountability? It sounds like oh, accountability. It's such a, <laughs> it's a hard, it sounds like a harsh word, but what is that really like? It's really you showing up and, you know, continuing to show up. Like I said, <laughs> I feel like that's the theme of our call. Even when you don't want to, even when you don't want to, if you were having a bad day, you know, you could call me vent about your bad day. And then we're going to change your mindset. So that now moving forward, after you talk to me or you talk to somebody else, that you have a positive outlook on the remainder of your day. You know what I mean? So I think it really just comes down to showing up and not just for yourself, but for other people, too. One thing I really admire about your team, because I have a little view into some of that. I don't get to see it all, but I get to see some of it is they are really very supportive or from where I sit, they seem to be really very supportive of each other and helping each other. They are. It's it's turning into like a little close knit family. I really am enjoying them. They're so sweet. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. So what? Um, so what's next for you? Um, the goal actually for this year is to acquire three additional agents. Actually, four additional agents. I'm sorry, four additional <laughs> agents and an admin or two. Um, an admin is honestly next on the list before we bring on any additional agents. We actually have two agents who have already reached out um, with a letter of intent once they complete their course. So um, that really only leaves space for two additional agents if those people do come on in the time frame they mentioned. Um, so yeah, I, we, I see a larger team. I see it breaking up into different sections because Um, Myself and another agent have been doing more commercial transactions than residential. So I see I see a lot of growth moving forward. I'm I'm not really sure where which directions are going to go in. And that's what we mentioned earlier, learning as you go, because there are things that I have learned throughout this whole process, um, even down to just the contracts that you have with your team members and making sure that. They're not only that they're covered, but your team is covered as well. Yeah, I think uh, one of the marks of a of a really great leader too is that it's okay. You realize you can build as you go. Like you didn't have it all perfect when you brought on your first agent, did you? No, I didn't, and I probably was like, "Should I be doing this? I don't know if I should." But (laughs) I just—it's like just do it. Like you said, the uh, I think a couple weeks ago, just do it scared. (laughs) <laughs> do it afraid. Everybody's afraid. We just do it afraid, right? Just we just afraid. You're, yeah. I mean, when you look at some of the top performers in any field, not just real estate, um, some of the you know wealthiest people, right? 
one of the mar one of their traits is they make decisions fast and change is slow. So decisions are fast. They're very, very decisive. And I know I, you just made a decision one day, one day we got on the phone and you're like, I have a Tuesday and I'm like, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have an agent coming. Like you just made your decisions and went. So yes. I hit the ground awesome. running. All right. So what, what are some of your tips? You know, if I'm thinking about adding team members, maybe I'm a really busy solo agent and I really, I'm a, I know I've been there where I've been a solo agent exhausted, right? And I need some help, but I'm afraid. So what would be, what are some of your tips and how would you, how do, how do we get our mindset right? How do we start to make this happen for ourselves? Um, I definitely think your mindset needs to be understanding that you are the one bringing value because that can be shocking for some people that they're the valuable item <laughs> and that their mind is the valuable item. So um, that's definitely first and foremost. And then um, if you're a busy solo agent, I'm going to go back to definitely bringing on the TC. If you're not ready to maybe do agents on a team, having a showing agent is also another option. Um, and then partnering with someone in your local market, if you're not ready to bring on any agents to a team yet, you can partner with someone in your local market and you can kind of refer business to each other, which is still similar to a team and kind of go from there in terms of adding agents. Um, I will say though, to check with your local market in Maryland, I actually had to take a class in order mm -hmm. to be able to form a team. Um, so I had to do a three hour, yeah, I had to do a three hour, I think it was like managing something regarding management, um, for Maryland. I did not have to do it for the other jurisdictions, but in the state of Maryland, I did have to take that course. Hmm. That's interesting. That's the first time I've heard that one. So yes, <laughs> that's, that's interesting. What do you see? Um, let's talk about your team. Like just, what do you see happening for your team members? right now like what how have you seen them grow like what are the positives for them so um the first agent to come on she actually had eight transactions in her first year of business which was amazing um and and she I, was part-time right she was part-time she's part-time so everyone on the team is a dual agent currently um so i do foresee um her by the end of this year she should be leaving her nine to five and transitioning into real estate full-time. Um, the second agent who joined our team, Sierra, she should be right behind her based on our plan that we have. She should be right behind her within the next 18 to 24 months, um, mm -hmm. leaving her, her nine to five. And then Janelle um, should be right. So everyone is kind of like stacked behind each other to transition into their full-time career. So I'm anticipating them being full-time real estate agents. You are do your model is very different than what we typically see out there. We typically see, um, or we hear what we hear people saying, or the, the experts, if you will, saying is, you know, you don't want a part, a dual a career agent. You don't want a part-time agent. You don't want an agent with another um, full-time job. But what you're doing is you're really leading the charge to help your agents make the transition from um, full-time job plus real estate 
into a full-time real estate business. And they're, they really are all headed in the right direction and building that future pipeline that's going to allow them when they're ready to step away from those full-time jobs. Exactly. Um, and I don't think I mentioned earlier is that that's where I was initially when I started. I was a dual career. Mm-hmm. I had a full-time job working 40 hours a week, plus doing real estate. Even at the time where I told you that my water broke, I had went back to work for maybe like two years, um, maybe like four years. I had went back to work. So I was working 40, maybe even 50 hours a week for that job, plus doing real estate. Um, eventually, okay, after the third kid, I was like, I can't, like, I gotta go. <laughs> I got, this is full time. I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, I think. And for me, it was more like it's the safety net, the fear of leaving that security blanket. Um, but I just did it. Like you said, like we said earlier, do it scared. And I just did it. And here I am three, four years later. And that was what? my second time leaving a full time. I had I had left another full-time job. Um, Actually, I was laid off in 2013 after I had my first child. I was laid off and I was out of work for two to three years. But at that time, I was doing real estate and another business. So I don't think I was 100% focused on my real estate business. And then when I took that job, I kind of, I don't know what happened, but a fire sparked in me. And I was like, I just want to do real estate. So that is going to be my goal. Yeah. You know, from here on out, I'm going to make sure that I can leave this job 100% and still take care of my family and have a life too. <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't, I would be remiss if, if before we wrapped up, we didn't talk about balance. So <laughs> you are one of the busiest women I know, right? You're a mom, you're a wife, you're a daughter, you're a lot of things. <laughs> you're a team leader, you're a phenomenal realtor, you're a coach. So talk to me about that. Like, how do you, how do you get to go get the hair done and do the things you want to do and spend the time with the kids? Um, scheduling. I really had to get really serious and drill down on my schedule and my time blocking and my boundaries. Like I mentioned before, I was flying by the seat of my pants. So when a client said jump, I'm like, how high? Um, but in more recent years, especially having... Uh, literally a five member family I and dealing with virtual schooling I had to set those boundaries um not only for myself but for my family too um and that honestly has helped my business too because now clients from the gate they know what to expect from me they know when I'm available they know when I'm not available they know when I'm going to return their you know call or their text um and I can really take that time for myself. So like today, I plan to do some, some me time this afternoon for two hours. And I will not answer anyone's phone call. <laughs> and nothing bad will happen. Nothing bad will happen. <laughs> nothing bad will happen. So it really is, you're right about setting the boundaries for yourself and then honoring the boundaries that you've set. So we all have a day where a moment where that goes out the window, but that can't be the norm, right? That can't be the norm. And you are certainly mastering that, my friend. Yes, so, if it's not in my calendar, it's not going to happen. So it has to go in the calendar. Just like if it's not in your CRM, it didn't happen. If it's not in my calendar, it didn't happen. And it's not going to. <laughs> 
So the things I heard you say is the things you got good at in general as an agent are your CRM, your scheduling, your processes, uh, leverage, right? The TC was your first piece of leverage. And um, then you could clearly, right, make the decision to bring agents into the business to not only help you grow your business, but help them meet, meet their life goals. And I didn't even realize I had a passion for, you know, wanting to help other agents. I guess I kind of did, but it was more so like in my subconscious, like people would come and contact me and ask me for advice. But I wasn't thinking like, oh, I should, you know, grow a team at that time. So I guess I've always been doing it, but now it's kind of in a more formal capacity. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Kim, I'm like so honored and humbled to be your business partner and be able to spend time with you. I learned from you all the time, all the time. So um, thank you for sharing your story. You're just a phenomenal agent. And I just want to say to everyone, well, first of all, before we close up, any last words, if someone is, you know, out there and kind of last words of advice or anything that you would offer? Last words of advice. If you are thinking about starting a team, just do it. And if you need any assistance, you can reach out to me at Got Keys with Kim on Instagram or Kimberly Randall on Facebook. I'm happy to help. Drop that in the chat too, Kim. So we know how to grab you. And um, I'll say too, if anybody is, if you're anywhere, reach out to Kim because she is a great resource. Um, and, and ask her any questions. She is a giver, so she's going to give. And, but if you're in the DMV area, and again, you need anything, you know, in any of the areas that she covers, reach out to her. If you need a referral partner, there is no better referral partner than the Kimberly Randall Group and her team uh, in the area, in those areas. So I would, she is my trusted referral partner in the DMV area. She should be yours too. So thanks everybody. Dance party time. Thanks, Kim. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.